You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. I am Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth, and much like... Everybody exchanged gifts, I didn't bring anything, so much like the Black Hood, I'm giving you all the finger for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Festivus, and all that. For the rest of us. All right, we're here to this talk about just, this. All right. Yeah, we're on a roll. Uh, we just talked for almost two hours about Star Wars, so we hope you enjoyed that episode. Minus the illustrious. Minus one. just it was yeah, three's company. Yeah, Michael still hasn't seen it. So, yeah, we're here are so much later, and Michael still hasn't seen it. So We're going to tell him all about it. Yeah, we're, <laughs> on a, we're still on a Star Wars high, but we got other stuff to talk about tonight. I really want to see that Star Trek movie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fighting words. So, what we've we been doing. Guys, first of all, I want to say, I've been watching a lot of movies. A lot, a lot of movies. These Oscar season contender yeah, kind of movies. Yeah, like anything and everything. I've been making trips out of town. Uh, I'm, I'm on vacation this coming week. I'm going to be going to Columbus at least one day, probably Athens. So, here in a second, you guys can start giving me hell about 2016 movie podcast, but here in the next <laughs> month, in about a month, we're going to have one, our, one of our extra episodes. I'm going to count down every 2017 movie from worst to first that I saw. And we'll, it'll never see the light of day. Yeah, you're, at, yeah, yeah, well, cause you're editing it, putting it out. I'm not going to touch it. I'm just going to tell it. But he wants music clips and he oh, wants yeah. things from no, the Oh, yeah. No, see, I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> we're going to we're, we're record it out of order. We're going to talk about it. And then three hours later, That's we're going to talk about what clips we're going to put when, in. Remember when I said here in a second they're going to give me a bunch of hell about last one? <laughs> there it was. <clears throat> anyway. Every, everybody has a role in yeah. this podcast. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing a top ten this year. From now on each year, I'm going <laughs> to count them all down. So... Right now I'm at 55 movies. By the time we count it down, it'll probably be about 70. Well, the top 10 was about a four-hour podcast. Now, yeah. These are going to be very quick. Okay. I'm going to be like, hey, I saw this movie. Hey, I saw this movie. Come on, bring a sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> How much homework does that give me? Do I have to see all you these movies too? Anything. Okay. You I'm like an old lesson. So Cliff does all the work and I don't have to do anything. Yep. I'm already see, we on We fixed board. it. The whole Pretty process much. is streamlined. Yep. It's going to be great. <laughs> Guys, anyway, you see that mark on my leg right there? Listeners, we can see it, but. Well, you see what, a lot of your legs, sir. Yeah, way too much. <laughs> you wash those you feet when you got here? I showered. Oh man! Yeah, yeah I saw you do more than shower. <laughs> Your door I said, the, door "Yeah." Was on, doors open the bathroom. I walk in, and he's on the toilet <laughs> with my phone in hand, watching some Riverdale. Hey, a man's home is his castle, and we're we're guests. Oh yeah, I stormed a moat. <laughs> uh, I learned my lesson. I'll never go in there again. Um. 
<laughs> well, anyway, I didn't get to finish. He's not phasing him. <laughs> you see that mark right there? Yes. I was viciously attacked by a dog. Really? Oh, yeah, this is the, yes, this is the second time I've gotten bit by a dog. Were you throwing pushins? <laughs> that's why Get you, out of here, dog! That's uh, why you carry some meatballs in your pocket so you can <laughs> throw them out to the dog. Well, one thing I figured that's why out... why the dog came at him. <laughs> you smell good. Which elderly dogs do not move too fast. They will bite you. Oh. I've had this happen. I've had this happen at least almost twice. And this one, I was walking away from the dog. He's had that happen at least almost twice. <laughs> or more. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> twice. <laughs> I, I see a lot of animals throughout the day. But anyway, as I was walking away, I felt something latch on to my leg. And I was like, it freaked me out. And I was like, ow. Wow. And the woman's like, did he just scratch you? And I said, no, he bit me. Thankfully, my uniform, the pants are very nice They're and thick. Kevlar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, do they have some sort of forms you carry with you in case something happens? Well, if there's an something? actual event that right. causes, you know, mutilation. You know what I yeah. love is that he wants us to stop talking about Schwann. I know, and then I bring it up. <laughs> he can't stop. And he's like, you see this boo-boo I got? Well, it encompasses most of my <laughs> life these days. by a decrepit dog. Yeah. <laughs> I was you just... Have sh- the dog on Family Guy with a walker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't move too like fast, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is you got a lot of frozen food if you need to place it on there. Yeah, that's true. Soothe, yeah. Well, I was making a joke out of it because I didn't think it like broke the skin or anything right. and well, yeah, when, I, when I got home and I pulled up my pant leg I was like oh wait a minute he did break the skin yeah. just a little bit It'll be a little bit of rabies that coming out here tomorrow <laughs> yeah. that's awesome any other what anecdotes else any other anecdotes you got mm. nothing I can talk yeah, about on air dog bite <sighs> so what are we doing I don't know hey let's talk about some TV so I don't care how many times that they retell the image story. I will watch it. And I was excited to sit down and watch the secret history comics. Kirkman's latest episode was the image story again. And it was, again, the same story, but just told slightly different. A little more information. Unsolved mystery style. (laughs) Yeah, trench coats and... Smoke. It showed Todd busting down the Marvel door. And it had little drawings uh, of him and everybody, everybody doing an impression of Todd. <laughs> I love, every, I love Liefeld's impression of him. But yeah, they were all doing. What do you think of that? It was good. I think if I hadn't just watched that documentary, the full length documentary that came out, what that we discussed on here a while right. back, that it may have been a little more. This is treading kind of the same ground, but again for. A mainstream thing on basic cable TV, I yeah, good. That's a good story. People need to know more about. Yeah, yeah, doing due diligence. And of course, Walking Dead saved. You know, they had to tack that one. Make sure we knew how important Walking Dead was (laughs) for for our AMC AMC. parent company. Yeah, yeah, I thought that that was pretty good. Let's go into Walking Dead. Walking Dead. We had the big season finale of season eight. Wow, eight seasons. Who hasn't watched it yet? I fast-forwarded to the end and <laughs> saw what the end was. 
Michael hasn't watched since season like five. Yeah, yeah since they were like in the train. You, the... Michael, you are so ahead of the curve on this. Yep. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> what happened? Well, we, the longer and longer this season went on, this is the half season. We're just in the, right, right, right. this is the mid or the winter finale or whatever you yes. call it. So the long, you know, this is all out war is what they title it. And the longer this drug on, I thought, there's no way they're going to get to the conclusion by the time this ends. And when it got to one episode left, I'm like, if they wrap all this up in an hour, we're not going to get everything. So I knew they were going to kind of leave it still in the middle of things. So really the only important thing was the major death at the end, which wasn't even really a death. So we're going to spoil Walking Dead listeners for the next few minutes. They reveal Carl has a zombie bite. <gasps> now that was not in the comics, right? No, that never happened. Certainly not. Uh, I, I, I still read the comics this day, but I thought maybe, possibly, he got bit. I don't remember, and they found a way to fix something. But so we're assuming he's going to die. Where's well, he I bit at? Like on his stomach, like right, right off. Off. on the <laughs> his leg. That's a little mark. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it, it was an old. Block. It was an old zombie. <laughs> it was an old dog zombie. <laughs> The trick is you don't move too fast. As long as you apply a meatball quickly. Frozen. So it's nothing they can just cut out and yeah, try it to work look like it. No, it was like the meat of the you know, side rib rib cage, basically. Yeah. So this and again we're ticking down we know how the show works. We're ticking down, there has to be some big event. Either the producers that come out and said, we're going to have a big moment everyone's going to be talking about. Be sure and watch it live. Like, they'd already built it up. So, this happens, and it's it's kind of like, wait, that what? Huh? So, it was, like, weird subtlety. He just lifts his shirt up, and he's injured, and then it ends. You're like, well, what does that mean? So, of course, we have Talking Dead afterwards, the producers on there saying, he won't say yes or no, Carl's dead. But he's like, well, this will play out as bites always play out on the show. Like, he has to be so yeah. specific. But I thought, just what a... Again, this show and their cliffhangers. They Their cliffhanger last year with Negan was awful. And this may even be worse. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Can't be worse. And again, we learn... <laughs> we already know things from, you know, all these you know, behind-the-scenes sources and stuff of, like... Oh, the actor's dad was mad that his son got fired. Like, uh, so there's all this drama. Has come up, so we know he's dead. Yeah. So there's no real cliffhanger. And well, will he survive the bite or not survive the bite? So we know he's dead. That whole thing came out. He, the actor had just bought a house in Atlanta, oh, thinking man. he was going to be on this show for at least yeah. another three years. And they say the producer maybe told him one thing, and something else happened. So I don't know what the drama is. That maybe this kid was aging too fast. They had to get rid of him. Maybe they want to, you know, they want to maybe focus on Judith a little more, the younger kid. So they had to write him out. Who knows? Has Judith grown? I, I, I seriously fast forward through this. Show. She was, she Did was she grow like, up some a little bit. She was like, looked like maybe a kindergartner or something. Oh, they've, they've wow, aged enough that. that it's moved pretty fast. So she, you know, she's not a baby anymore. Okay. She's at least, uh, yeah, older than an infant for yeah. sure. So I don't know what we're supposed to do for these months the show's off the air are we supposed to hope he survives knowing are we supposed to more like i I didn't get the point of making it a cliffhanger especially when this season was so long and so slow and so drawn out 
whatever you want to do in the first episode of the next half, that's what you could have ended with. Like, whatever emotional payout this is going to be. Because, you know, a bite takes a while. He's going to survive. He'll be in at least one more episode. He's not just going to keel over dead. Right. So there's some big payoff this actor's going to get to do. And we have to wait for it. It's just yeah, a weird way we to do it. it. And and whatever... I said if they did, weren't going to kill him, if they did the Glenn Dumpster thing, then that's just... Then we've jumped whatever shark this show has. I, I'm so in agreement with that because I think the they... It really worries me is whether Kirkman has anything, if he has anything to do with these choices, I don't have any respect because they aren't understanding the use of a cliffhanger. Why this is not how you do anything. Yeah. If you, if you would just have told this, the Negan Glenn story at the end of that, that season and told this and ended it, people would have enjoyed the completion of the story, been excited about the show and ready to watch when it comes back. They don't have to be waiting to see what happened. Cause his fate is sealed. Like we know he's dead, uh. but we're still hanging on to it. So I, I don't get it. And. They say it happened on screen. If you go back, you can see the moment. But there was no telegraphing it. We didn't know it happened. Carl has barely been in this season. So there wasn't a big, you know, of course, right before it happens, there's a, an emotional moment between him and his dad. Whatever. So I, they just didn't, <laughs> they didn't build up to it and they didn't pay it off right. Right. Which I, I still, Want this show to be good. I'm not yeah. ragging on it to, to, to hate on it. It's cause you love the I want subject to, matter. I yeah. want to enjoy it. And, and to me, it is a choice made cause it's not from the comic. Mm-hmm. So it is, it, it doesn't seem like a storytelling choice. It doesn't seem like a good idea. Carl's an interesting character. To me, the comics are about Carl. The, right. Carl is the, yeah, Rick is obviously the main character, but the comics are about Carl's growth in, in this world and changing. And that the show had never had any interest in that. It was all about Rick being the hero and follow me and we'll save the right, world. Right, the whole future in the comics is so So know, to me it's about- it's something it like he's written off not for a story reason, but for the actor or the character or the budget, some extraneous reason that doesn't have to do with what we're enjoying. So I, I hate that to begin with. I don't know, it just bugged me. Oh, what a start. <laughs> Who picked TV? <laughs> Oh, but I think if they Let's want go back to, to the dog bites, if, <laughs> that I, was a happy story, if they though. want to kind of insert <laughs> Judith into that role now, which in the comics Judith is not the same thing. Something different happens to Judith. She has a different fate. So if we want to follow maybe a young female character growing up, okay, let's do that. Oh, that enter mu- the princess, man. Oh yeah, AK forty seven. It's gonna be yeah. awesome. Now you're talking. Anybody else watch some TV? TV, it's all streaming to him, so we'll wait on that. I'm a, I'm just gonna quick say, uh, I don't know how, I don't know what I'm, tr- point I'm trying to get across here, cause if you either saw it or you didn't, but, uh, I've talked before, I like, I like, I don't watch a bunch of reality, but I like Survivor and Big Brother. And this last, it's the 35th season, I think, of Survivor. I heard there was drama. It was a good season of Survivor. Uh, It's just so different from when it began. And it was a really interesting and uh, riveting 
season as it progressed. It ended really well. There was a great finale the other night. If you, I guess I'm a shout out to anybody else that watched it. It was really great and yay us. Uh, if you did, if you, uh, maybe you, that like, is that desperate. Is like high five and yeah. right. Yeah. Now. I, I mean, I don't know how to, this is something that was, you know, the, you don't really go back and watch a lot of reality shit. If, uh, if you have, if you got the CBS app to watch the Star Trek series, Watch this latest season of Survivor and try it out because it's a good one to to check out and it has a good end, neat ending, very interesting and uh, just a lot of crazy stuff happens. But um, that's all I got to say. I thought it was really good and I still enjoy that show. It definitely changes each season. You know, people are like, it's no longer uh, just you come in and do these people are coming in and they know the game and they are squeezing everything out of it. It's like, I can't believe they found a new way to do something, you know, with, with virtually the same rules. Any other TV? We got, we have um, Riverdale yeah, later, but we're we'll skipping wait. Riverdale. We'll definitely well, wait. Uh, if you didn't get all, if you didn't get all that you could have out of our review of Crisis on Earth X, CW is going to rerun it. On January 8th, which is a Monday, and January 9th, Tuesday. So, uh, watch it again. That was, did we, did we talk about Supergirl, how it's not coming back till April? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You were already asleep by that point. You were I passed out. So. But, you're fidget spinning over there. Wait, you look bored. Okay, <laughs> it's, okay, like okay. You, it's like the teacher caught him. He's like, <laughs> what? I mean, <laughs> Okay, so, uh. Do you have enough for the whole class, Mr. You you pick, yeah, you you pick the category, something you want to talk about. I want to hear what you guys say. Ah, streaming. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Thought for sure it was gonna be anime. Me too. I, I like to flip it up every now chance. and then. Flippity dippity, go on. Mm. What do you got there? Streaming. The toys that made us. Woo. The first four episodes dropped today. What's this on? Netflix. There you go. <laughs> Yelling. <laughs> Sober even. <laughs> so has anybody else watched any of the episodes yet? Nope. Not yet. So the four episode episode one is Star Wars, episode two is Barbie, episode three is He Man, and episode Ooh. four is GI Joe. It sounds great. Yeah. So they're all, about they're all, all about it. They're all under an hour. I watched episode one and four, Star Wars and GI Joe, just to get a taste of it. And I watched um, Star Wars and He Man. All right. Nice. And you liked them. Yes. 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 It was. Very interesting. Probably same thing that you guys are talking about with the image of seeing behind the scenes of, because you always think of these big corporations that you think they have their yeah they don't have together they don't nobody and you find you you have told me that you preach that all these years yeah yeah and everybody's faking it It, it, it's so true and like this is like this shows proof that. Especially the Star Wars episode, I was like, wow. There's another great documentary that we mentioned a, a long time ago called uh, Plastic Galaxy. Hmm. Um, yeah. it's on, I think I'll it's Amazon. That's it. yeah. really good. It's all about Kenner and, and the whole Star Wars uh, phenomenon. 
Man, I remember, I haven't watched it yet, but it makes me think of buying Star Wars toys like when I was oh young. Oh my gosh, like, yes. I mean, I'm talking in the 70s, late 70s, going walking, my grandma worked at JCPenney, I'm walking across, they didn't even remember Kreskis. Only in a name. I remember. Yeah, Kreskis was like, uh, I mean, I'm talking, this is back in the 40s, guys. <laughs> yeah, so back yeah. when I was just oh. a little tot in the 40s. <laughs> No, no yeah, I'm talking back Star it's, it's Wars. It's like now. it's a wonderful lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Woolworths, Kreskis, yeah, Woolworths, and, and hearts. go in there and eat at Woolworths back, yeah. you know, back in the civil rights era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they, uh, I remember going over there and getting my Star Wars figures and stuff, and just those yeah. were the good old days. Hearts was my source for hearts. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Good Star too. Wars toys. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's enough of that. Like, oh, I had that. Like. Watching this, there's that nostalgia trip, and there's a little bit of info I didn't know, and some you know, nice interviews with the people who were there at the time. So I, I don't know that this is real groundbreaking material, but I, I enjoyed what I saw. The main thing I learned I'd never known about Snake Eyes' origin. What? They said you knew, the, didn't know something about Snake Eyes. Yeah, Eyes'. the uh, the the initial I think eight GI Joes they released. Yeah, the, the uh, first wave. No, not eight. Twelve or thirteen. Man, he's tell, calling you a liar. Who watched the documentary? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who thinks they know? Uh, Go on. Like no, the first like wave of figures, not the first team from the comics. But. Okay. So yeah, the first wave of figures, they said they needed to cut the price a little bit, like ten percent. <laughs> we had to cut, and they were looking at ways to cut. And they're like, do we do less with the accessories? Do we cut down on some of the scaling? Whatever. And they said, well, if we cut a little bit from every figure. It would be worse. Why don't we just cut a lot from one? So they just had one figure that was just painted black. <laughs> the most simple thing you could get. So like, Snake Eyes was a cost cutting measure. Wow. And he became awesome. the coolest looking Joe yeah. there ever was. So. Oh, what did they say, show or say what he was supposed to look like? No, no, they didn't have anything oh, like that. Great. Was Larry Hama in? <laughs> yeah, Larry Hama, they talked to him. Wow. That was, again, I'm soon skewed. to be guest on the podcast, <laughs> right? Fast, <laughs> peasant, and future. Yeah. I wanted more of that because they go into the commercial, how they did a commercial for the comic to get around the rules for, you know, animating a commercial for a toy. <laughs> Can I drink any louder? I just, I want to know what that sounds like out there. So, yeah, I want to know where I even come to this same thing. It's my house and I'm still... That's why we let you come. <laughs> hey, I, I told you to pick this category. <sighs> but, but, yeah, I wanted more about Larry Hama's influence in creating all the characters. Mm. There just wasn't enough of that for me, but that's just my yeah. personal thing. Yeah. yeah, and I was just telling you guys... Uh, not we're not in animation but i discovered uh recently this uh streaming channel called tubi tv or not to be yes and uh you can watch all of the original animated uh transformers generation one through everything they did beast wars everything that came after and also um the original gi joe series all the way through when they got into like anime and Sigma six and all that, it's all there. It's all free. Um, so, and I had, it did that for me. I was watching, I'm not a transformer. Doesn't have commercials on it. Yes. Yeah. But not a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm not a transformers guy, but I, I had watched the original, um, 
three-parter more than meets the eye. Well, I'd watched the GI, I watched GI Joe first, the original, yeah. I, th- I think it was, um, the Mass the Device. Ma- the Mass Device. Yeah. yeah. I watched all that and I was like, well, I'm going to check out some Transformers. And, uh, there was a moment there and I've never said that. Whoop de doo, I'm gonna take up the transport, I'm the mood. You need this app then. I, I lead an exciting life. <laughs> but there was a scene and I don't even remember what it was and it just like, just a, for a brief second, I just had this like, nostalgia come over me and I was like, holy cow, it was like watching it for the first time and I'm, you know, Cliff five years old again. Place. It was cool. <laughs> I love it. What else have you been watching on streaming there? Runaways? Uh, what's that? I haven't, the seen, Runaways? I haven't seen a lot of stuff. I've so, been oh, trying man. to get to a chance to watch it and have it. Actually, I was sick um, earlier this week with the flu. Don't so, huh, Yeah, don't mind. Rabies. So I basically binged watched in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the... Netflix, or, uh, He's gonna turn it into animation. Yeah. Hell or high water. You can't resist it. You're like, what do you want to <laughs> talk about? I, I, we specifically <laughs> let him pick. He picks streaming and then he talks about animation. Well, it's streaming. It's all streaming. It's all good, so you watch oh, the newest. Good. Yeah, I, I, I pulled a Jordan because I'm so far behind on it and Jordan's caught up with it, but. Can I ask an honest question? Yeah. Like when you're, when you're sick, you're sick, you're not, you can't do anything but watch television. Yeah. You feel like much. crap. Teenage baby. Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Runaway series. Yeah, but see... I like how he's like... <laughs> <laughs> one arm's a little higher than the other. There's only a few episodes of the Runaways, mm-hmm. and that's a show that I might have to actually pay attention to what's going on. Whereas so you're with, saving it. Yeah, which with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I was like going in and out of consciousness. I kept falling asleep. <laughs> you can naps, hear it over all the moon. God, you were on Seth's deathbed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were you watching it last week while we were podcasting? It's possible. Fading in and out of consciousness. Yeah. But, uh, it was actually. So how far did you get? The show is over now. There yeah. are no more new ones to get to. What I was, this was the one you were watching with the weird animation. Is that what you're talking about? Weird animation. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I remember you it's, talking about you really liked something, yeah. and it was like real blocky animation. Yeah, it's a anime influence kind yeah. of style. I, I, yeah, okay. I, I just want to make sure that's what it was. I'm impressed with how many Easter eggs and nods they do to all the incarnations that have gone before. Like when they went to the house out that was April's house. Like it was like very much like oh, the, movie. the movie, hmm. um, and then they do nods to everything. But I got to the point where they actually blow up the Earth at the end of was it season three or four, one of those, and now they're in space. And space this is turtles. this is going back to a lot of the original comic book with the Fugitoid. Yeah, that, and the that's the season. That's the season they're allowed to get kind of weird. They bring in that worm character, like any of the weird characters who wouldn't work in more right. realistic terms. They can make them you know, space. Yeah. And I loved how they brought back some of like the weird action figure type characters, like Mondo Gecko and the one that's obviously a rip off of um, the Toxic Avenger. Did you uh, get the to the episode with Napoleon Bonafrog? Yes, that voice, was... voiced by John Heater, <laughs> who's and a very doing his Napoleon oh, Dynamite right. voice for Napoleon. The character. I really thought that was going to be like like a nod to the Battletoads, 
But it, it never went that went that far. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie. I've been out doing Christmas shopping, and every store I'm in, I check the toy aisle looking for that Usagi Yojimbo mm-hmm. figure they made. So they made a new figure for this line. I'm like, if I see that, I'm getting myself a Christmas. Oh gift. yeah, I enjoy Christmas shopping, and I, I really spend a lot more time in the toy aisles <laughs> than I need to for the toy shopping I have to do. Um, any other streaming? I, I watched some. Jim and Andy. Oh, you did brought up uh, last week. Did you catch it? Yes. How bizarre! I don't think I would have liked him if we knew that. Yeah, I. Hence why it was never released. Yeah, <laughs> I think the, the movie studio did a good thing. Right. I, yeah. I, I totally agree. They saved his career, possibly. Well, like they did not want that to get out for How? fear people would know he was like that. Just that direct. You know, Milos Forman is a very talented respected director oh, and he had to guy. like go on his knees like can we please do this shot today like he was so railroaded by this fake character i'm like that that's just disrespectful to a talented man trying to do his best <laughs> what was really bizarre to me was his interaction with andy's family like that was so 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 bizarre like mm-hmm. i could get most of it but that point where he's like Talking to like Andy's parents, like like he's Andy, like yeah. that was like that is a step too far. And, well, like saying allowing them to get a little closure and to say things they wanted to say right. to Andy, and I just the whole thing. I'm sitting there looking at Jim Carrey, this bearded, wise old sage, telling us about <laughs> entertainment, and, the, and it's like this is Ace Ventura we're looking at. Yeah. Like <laughs> if, he, if he could have looked I into his own future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is like uh, it's just a weird. It was very strange, look, but yeah. definitely needed to be watched. I did like like um, all the guys from Taxi when they were just like, "This is bizarre." <laughs> black Black uh, Mirror is going to be coming is that out. Coming out soon. I just it's watched the sweet. White Christmas episode. I'm done. I've watched all three right. seasons. And it was I'm ready awesome, for season wasn't four. It? Oh, every episode of that show. Yeah, is awesome. I I love that episode. It's so. Is man. White Christmas the one with John Hamm? Yes. Yeah. I, I saved that. I watched all the other episodes and saved that for last. And Cliff, have you seen Christmas any of these? Week. I have. I think one or two, and I think I want to say John John Hamm was in the one. I well, watched. it was that's that's a good one. I I was really this like a it. social media or something. No. No, this I don't know. Don't ask me. It's, no, I don't watch. He Black may Mirror. or may not have. Yeah, I wouldn't even want to try to explain. Dog it. bit me, it's but it, it's really a, weird. It's a good one. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna go play some basketball, <laughs> Tino style. I, I was at see I can't not talk about it, but I was at a house tonight that <laughs> I can't talk about it, but here it is, guys. It was a story. I knock on the door and there's two big old Doberman pictures in there. And was it Higgins' house? What? <laughs> I, I <can't> <laughs> you know that reference, Magnum PI. Oh, but anyway, <laughs> I've I've actually met the dogs before. They're very friendly, but they, like the the owners weren't home. I was Robin Masters, though. I think it was actually and his house. <laughs> if you want to get technical, <laughs> they let out the weirdest sound I've ever heard of a dog make. Like they were. It was almost like this weird whine, howl type. I've never heard a dog sound this way before. You're going to have to recreate it. Yeah, I don't even know what you're it talking was, about. 
Well, give me like at least something to go on. It was like, uh, see, you guys. <laughs> like, but I, I mean, like, was, I have no idea what you could possibly, what. Like, I guess like, it, uh, if, I, if I had to recreate it. And you do. <laughs> it was like, uh. <laughs> That's strange for But it was like this. <laughs> I don't know. There was a weird tone. It was like a tonal thing. Like it was almost like dogs talking, but in like this right. weird tonal frequency of, like when you think a dog would stop, it never yeah. stopped. Oh, it never stops. And it was like just this continuous whine howl that was very odd to me. Yeah, my grandma used to think her dog could say the word water. Like, oh, you want some water? That's the funniest thing. Like, starve in the water, just get him to say it, probably. That's the funniest thing when you knock on the door and you hear dogs barking, and then one of them makes some type of sound that's very human like, and you're like, is that a human coming to the door to answer? (laughs) (sighs) I got a quick Netflix recommendation for a holiday movie. Did anyone see any new releases this week starring. Michael Shannon, who we all love. Oh my gosh, are you going to talk about that movie? Ian McShane, (laughs) Christina Hendricks, Judy Greer, Ron Perlman, and Tom Lennon. Imagine a movie with that cast, that star-studded cast. That looks ridiculous. It was, and it was great. (laughs) It's called Pottersville. I just happened to click on what's new releases, and there was a new Bigfoot documentary out. Oh, here we go. And I thought, oh, sweet, starring starring Dr. Jeff Meldrum. Who I just met. I get at my recommended recent- Bigfoot documentaries because <laughs> Jordan, Jordan <laughs> that was my Netflix bunch. <laughs> That's like Christie's been using the YouTube lately to watch old Master Sh- Master Chef episodes. Right. So like my queue is all toys and cartoons, and all of a sudden I get these Master Chef things. <laughs> so I scroll down I'm like sweet Bigfoot doc. And I go to click on it. I'm like, what's this other thing? <laughs> Pottersville. It's a movie. It's like, it's like a holiday. I mean, there's a little bit of maybe innuendo or some naughty stuff, but it's basically a family movie about Michael Shannon is in this tiny small town. It's a little grocery store. The economy's hit really bad and he is mistaken for Bigfoot one night and people start coming in. Tourism starts coming in. It helps the economy. Tom Lennon comes in as like a Monster Hunter reality TV guy trying to hunt the beast. And it like turns the small town around and he has to keep pretending to be Bigfoot. So it was just a cute little holiday movie with a good message about small Bigfoot. town values and the importance of Bigfoot in our culture. <laughs> that was like, I've got your name written all over it. My I'm gosh. wondering if that's based off of a uh, story that... Oh my gosh, of a real thing? Yeah, a Bigfoot real thing. came to a town... I thought I thought it was gonna go down <laughs> like a like a uh, um like a sh- like a sh- <laughs> like a bunch of sh- 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 we'll mess up. What I was gonna say is I was listening to a podcast. Oh, what the hell just happened? You went blue screen. Okay, um, but I was listening to a podcast, and the guy was telling the story of how. They thought it would be funny to dress up like Bigfoot, and it was at this ca- like this hunting lodge or campground or whatever. But anyway, people started thinking it was the real Bigfoot, and it did the same thing. It like brought all these people and boosted the economic and 
The guy almost got shot and a bunch of other stuff. But no, when you go, cl- yeah, go up to Salt Fork and look in the gift shop <laughs> and see how much this act- does actually happen. People from all over the Midwest come to Salt Fork to look for Bigfoot, and they know to cash in on it. No, when you said Pottersville, I was thinking it's a wonderful life. Right. Yeah. It has Harry a lot Potter. of nods. Yeah. There's a lot of very familiar moments and beats that yeah. follow some of hey, these we classic holidays. We went movies. and did a trivia at the townhouse this past week. Again? Some, some fam, not me and Jordan. Oh. But, and some I didn't family, make the cut this time. Yeah. Uh, but we won at that one. I saw they well, we know who the, we know who the dead weight was. <laughs> 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 It was all Christmas stuff. It was Christmas specials. It was like Charlie Brown special yeah. and It's a Wonderful Life and all that jazz. So it was good. We Did won. you follow their Facebook page to get the secret answer? No, this was a different place. We went to oh, Townhouse. Okay. But anyway, I was going to tell you I'm off this week, so we should go on Wednesday. Get our pizza. Redeem that coupon. <laughs> so if you guys want to come with us, we are go- We may go here this Wednesday. Michael seeing Star Wars that night. Oh, yeah. I'll be at Tuesday, Wednesday. I'll be somewhere. I'll be somewhere. Not there. Man, woo! Uh, we, we got burnt. I don't know. We're Share getting, my free we're pizza with garlic. you anyway. What are we supposed to get? The garlic? Roasted garlic. Roasted garlic. Yeah. There you go. It's great for vampires. What do you want to talk about now, Michael? It's your night. It's your big night. We're going to grab you while you're sober. Yeah. I get, well. Fidget spinners. Yeah. Fidget spinners category. <laughs> you gotta come up with a drop. <laughs> I guess animation. Tell us all the fidget spinners you've been playing with. Is there any animation news? We've covered it. Yeah. Comics. How can you read this? There's no pictures. Well, some people use their imagination. Well, I must hurry back to my comic book store where I dispense the insults rather than absorb them. It happens all the time. Read a comic book, okay? <laughs> Woo. Comics. Okay, boom. I got comics. Woohoo. I saw they dropped a metal director's cut with the pencils. I don't understand why you do it. Like, was it is it called director's cut? They're the two one shots that started at the forge and the casting were both sold out, so they collected them into one issue with some bonus features called the director's cut. I'm curious of why the director's cut is just pencils. But it has the lettering on it too. Like, what about just showing the pencils makes it a director's cut? Well, that's DC showing their they they really value the artists and they put the superstar artists first. We want to you know spotlight their work. Well, what about the inkers and the colorists? Aren't they artists too? No. No. <laughs> I mean, I can understand a director's cut if they were expanding the story or like stuff that got thrown out, but. Um, I, I don't know why I'm complaining about it because I picked it up. It's in my pull pile because I'm an artist and I want to see how other people pencil. So how but, far are they into metal? <laughs> That's four. what OPP stands for. Other people pencil. <laughs> other people pencil. <laughs> uh, issue four just came out. so oh, I can't wait there. to read it. Is this the, uh, the Hawkman deal? Yeah, there's kind of a... And the Hawkman one-shot comes out next week. So it's... Okay. So, yeah, you know, I'll talk about it because I'm ready yet. Okay, well, well, it's like, yeah, I can't a, talk about Star Wars. Uh, wait, I can't use the word Comic Con anymore. Yeah. Oh, what's up with this? Now right. you're just gonna have to risk. Uh, Are they gonna being go? sued for? Are they gonna go after? Is exactly the person that will succumb to their will. <laughs> like anybody else will just still call it that, but he's not going to. What are you gonna call it? Well, the article I read said they could, like, 
okay. Start with the San, San Diego, Diego Comic Con. Right. Uh, sued Salt Lake, Salt Lake City Comic Con for infringement on the term they think is copyrighted, Comic Con. That's ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. It is. But it did give me an idea Ooh. that I think we should copyright the term podcast. <laughs> yeah. And it's then sue the dueling ogres. Yeah. Sue the dueling ogres. <laughs> That's the, yeah, their t- pockets are deep. That kid used so, to work at NASA. Yeah, we're going to take all that NASA money, all <laughs> yeah. that mattress money, and we're going to sue the pants off them. That two or bust. There it is. <laughs> That's right how there. we get it. That's how we get it. And then anyone it. who wants to use the word podcast got to come through oh us. Oh my god. No more. Jesse's okay. We'll give him a pass. Yeah. Ridiculous and Marvel and DC trademarking the word superhero. That's what it made me think of, which people may not even know. You cannot use the word superhero. That is Although owned. one guy went to court and won. Like fairly like within the last couple of years I remember reading it. He actually Said heck with it and That's won. ridiculous. I don't even get that. I, it's like copyrighting any term from the dictionary. Yeah. I could see them trying to copyright like San Diego Comic Con, SD, right. but not Comic Con. They, they want the first like, yeah, Comic Con. You can't call yourself the San Diego Comic Con. Somebody right. else already has exactly. that. Exactly. And I said to me, the people in my circles don't even call it Comic-Con. They call it San Diego. Mm-hmm. Oh, were you going to San Diego? Did you hear what happened in San Diego? No one even calls it Comic-Con. Right. It's anything but a Comic-Con, really. <laughs> and they were not the first Comic-Con. No. They're not even the biggest Comic-Con. New York draws more people. They're maybe the most famous one. Mm-hmm. And they're even Comic-Con International. That's their business yeah. trademark name. So I, But just on the surface, this seems so ridiculous. But then I read more about the case... And these guys from Salt Lake City were apparently morons. There's an email chain going back and forth no, of no, them. No. Mormon is how you pronounce it. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. That's hilarious. But, uh, Did I see something about them like driving their Salt Lake Comic Con car? Yeah, there's an email chain of them going back and forth saying, hey, why don't we cash in on the popularity of San Diego? To you? Like all the stuff they're being sued for, they blatantly said, we're going to go use that name and their logo and make people want to come to our show. And they rent, they, they, they create a car with their logos around it and like drove it through San Diego the whole weekend during like the 2014 Comic Con and being like, Hey, come to our Comic Con too. So like these guys ruined it for everybody. Yeah. No, the, neither side is really blameless. It's not really a David and Goliath story. They're both idiots. It's usually but, what happens, <laughs> but they, they were sued for like $12 million. It came back, the jury found for San Diego, but said they weren't doing it intentionally, even though the emails were there basically <laughs> saying they did. So they only had to pay about 20000 But I was reading a thing about a lawyer saying now anyone after this, if they want to go after them, it would, you can't plead ignorance now. Like this that right. precedent has been set. There's a legal, you know, you, yeah. you wouldn't just get You're away with it. You're probably going to lose. And it said... They could sue you for damages for everything, like every poster, every different kind of poster, the website, t-shirts, merchandise, like they could get damages on every single thing. And it's like, I'm just thinking, oh, oh I made buttons, I made t-shirts. I made... So it's like me just tallying up how much they want. But, uh, <laughs> but apparently you can, you can license the term if oh you're on good terms God, with them. Yeah. They didn't say how much. Mm. But some of these other cons have already caved and are paying San Diego 
just to use the word comic. Oh my gosh, twenty thousand dollars—that's sickening. Yes, it's awful. So there, I mean, I'm sure there will still be appeals and things, but as it stands right now, the word Comic Con is a fully owned term (laughs) from the fine people in San Diego. So coming 2018, the River City Comic something—I don't know what it'll be. Non con. Better note, we've announced the free comic ba- free comic book day titles for this year. The gold ones, or gold and silver. We've Ooh. got them all. Um, a lot of the mo- you know the familiar things you're, you you would expect. DC and Marvel both have a big one that are still labeled top secret. We don't know what it is yet because they never yeah. they never know ahead of time. We've got a Riverdale issue, Woo-hoo! just a reprint, sadly. Wow. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Overwatched video game, Doctor Who. Transformers Unicron. Michael? Cool. Did they just say Unicorn wrong? I was just thinking about the Overwatch theme because there was this whole thing planned with like comic books and graphic novels and everything and then they just never put them out. Mm. Like I don't understand what... Yeah, this might be finally getting around to it. Invader Zim, Disney Princess, Pokemon, Legend of Korra, Simpsons, Bob's Burgers, The Tick... And many others, including uh, a new image book called Barrier by Brian K. Vaughn and Marcos Martin, the guys who did the what the Walking Dead issue. Oh yeah, and the all the web co- the web comic guys. So that might be a, of interest to some people in this room. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've announced World War Hulk two. <laughs> this is Amadeus. Amadeus Cho. We had returned to Planet Hulk. When Thor Ragnarok came out. So how do you follow up Planet Hulk with World War Hulk 2? Wow. And the the quote on the thing was, The storyline that will bring Amadeus Cho to his ultimate destiny. Ultimate. So that sounds pretty final. They think maybe this is how we get rid of Amadeus and bring back Bruce. Some people are thinking a little too much and hoping a little too much, but who knows. So, Incredible Hulk number 174 in March is when that will kick off. And then, with these, all these new solicitations, Marvel has taken a hatchet to a lot of books here. That's what I was just going to ask about. Like, I saw the Facebook abuzz of people complaining and being very upset about some cancellations Marvel's thrown around. Luke Cage, Hawkeye, Iceman, Gwenpool, Generation X, America... Did anyone in this room even know Marvel's publishing a book called America? I thought Trump had America uh, copyrighted. we got to pay him. To, to That's why it's canceled. Yeah. Pearl Mutter's not going to pay for that. No way. <laughs> so a lot of these kind of solo books or lower tier books are starring, Sorry. starring newer characters. Wasn't Hawkeye and Gwenpool fairly good selling titles? Uh... I, Decent, uh, I none of them are very good selling, really. <laughs> Marvel doesn't have a real good selling title at the moment. Aww. I think you're really upset about that. <laughs> I am. A you're bit. cold DC height. Uh, we had some new stuff come out recently. Uh, next week we're getting a Star Wars one shot called The Storms of Crete. It's going to be a flashback. We're going to learn this... Uh, let's be spoiler free. There's a scene... On a new planet we haven't seen before, and you're going to get to learn a little bit about the history of it. Uh, uh, we had X-Men Grand Design, which, uh, very... Is that the, um, 
one the uh, indie artist that got that yeah. he's doing like the whole history between Ed, Ed Piscar Piscar who did Hip Hop Family Tree who kind of traced the history of hip hop in a very cartoony style like a superhero y style so like Run DMC wore capes and stuff so like a very detailed historical take on all this stuff uh the book was really thick printed on this strange like archival paper almost like you know, eight or ten panels on a page like it looks like it would take i didn't even get a chance to read it it looks like it's gonna be a serious tome going back to tying in past present future all the stuff you know x-men origin-y kind of stuff that you know we didn't know cyclops's dad was a star jammer till the 90s you know so it, it starts with all that stuff and yeah it's like if you're an X-Men fan, this is uh, this is kind of going to be the definitive history of the X-Men. I might actually check that out. It looked interesting enough. Yeah, we had Marvel 2-in-1 launched, bringing back half of the Fantastic Four. We had Ben Grimm and the Human Torch. Uh, the world thinks the rest of the family is gone and dead. And I really like this issue. It was... Did it make you cry? Got a little choked up. There's a message from Reed, who is the ultimate planner, and he has different messages for any eventuality. So if I'm ever going into the, into the cosmos and you don't know if I'm dead or alive, here's the message. And it's basically talking to Ben and saying, you're the man of the house. You've got to take care of Johnny. You, you know, you, you guys have always had a rivalry, but it's this. And there, there's a scene he gives a speech in front of these people. And he's talking about the Fantastic Four. And this was, oh, it was so good. He's like, you know, Reed was the adventurer. He's the one who quested for knowledge. And Sue was this. And Johnny was this. And he just smirks. He goes, I drove the bus. And I was like, that's such a Ben Grimm thing to say. Mm. To, like, undercut his own importance. But, like, I don't know. It was just, it was so well done. And I miss the Fantastic Four more now. Because Fantastic Four has not been published for so long. And it's like, this is what we're missing in the Marvel Universe. And... Again, writer Chip Zdarsky, the guy who's writing Peter Parker Spider-Man, which I think is a great title as well. So this this indie guy has really got these characters, and I'm really enjoying them now at Marvel. Uh, we also had a relaunch of 30 Days of Night, the IDW book Ooh. about the vampires. It was the 15th anniversary. Writer Steve Niles came back, and he's basically just rebooting the franchise. It's the same two characters from the original story. Starting over, it's like a six-issue miniseries, and really almost nothing happened in the first issue. We didn't see a vampire at all. If you've ever read the original three-issue miniseries, it is packed to the gills. Things move really fast, and this does not. <laughs> it's very slow-moving. I don't. Even, we didn't even see a vampire in the first issue. We also relaunched Witchblade for a new generation. Did anyone read Witchblade back in the day? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you could say with a little more confidence, you enjoyed it. I like the pictures. So this is written for an audience not like that. This is written no, and drawn. I'm just kidding. The creative team is all female, and it is more. There's a essay in the back talking about Witchblade. The '90s was written for a young male audience. This is taking that concept and trying to make it a little more mature and a little more of today. A little more hashtag woke. <laughs> and we also had Quantum and Woody come out. With my awesome variant cover, so I got my sweet chromium variant, and I loved it. And it was a really good issue. I have not read any of these since the original, you know, back in the 90s. I read a handful back when it was Christopher Priest. 
And I thought this was really well done. If you haven't read anything, you don't know what, you know, it didn't assume you had all this knowledge, so it was really good jumping on point. And, oh, the other Marvel one I forgot to mention, Tales of Suspense, number 100. We're on this Marvel Legacy numbering kick. This is during Secret Empire. Uh, the Black Widow is killed, presumed dead. It ends with, maybe she's not. So this teams up Hawkeye and the Winter Soldier to go look for her, two of her ex-boyfriends. So there's a good buddy. You know, they don't really like each other all that much, and they have this shared history. But uh, my favorite thing was the the end of the issue had a letters column. It was two pages long of fake letters. They were like, uh, we found all the letters written for Tales of Suspense number 99, which was like from the late 60s. It's like, so we're going to go ahead and answer those. And it was like... One was the guy complaining, like, I can't believe comics are going up to 12 cents. That's all, <laughs> I was like, that's almost a quarter for two of them, and I finish them in less than an hour. And it's like, <laughs> wow. Awesome. And the other was, uh, like, boy, I hope Iron Man gets out of that escape, or I hope Iron Man can escape from that death trap you left him in. It's like, well, if you missed the last 180,000 days, he did get out. <laughs> <laughs> did they address the guy that was paying so much for comics? They gave him a discount? Yeah, uh, I think they said, uh, we have, you might want to sit down. <laughs> And the one was like, oh, 1968 is such an amazing year. Here I am uh, reading a great Marvel comic. There's a great new show called Star Trek on the air. And I can't wait for this Planet of the Apes movies. Can you imagine what entertainment will be like 50 years from now? And they're like, well, we have all the exact same things. <laughs> so to me, the letters column was the best part of the whole That's issue. Good. Lots of good stuff coming out. Thing, one thing I was going to bring up was that Marvel's putting out a podcast. <gasps> They're going to have to pay us. I know. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. We own the rights to that. So, I've already submitted some paperwork to them. No, but they are doing a storytelling podcast. They're, go they're going to do oh, yeah. Wolverine, The Long Night, 10 half-hour episodes, and I think this is going to be a new thing. It said it's going to be like Making a murderer, they're like it's not like a dramatization. Okay, I didn't know. I assumed it was a dramatization. I did too. No, I think it's more like. Actually, I think I heard of this on the ogres. Hat tip Ooh. to them. Did they? That it's like there's a murder in a small town, and the chief suspect is Logan, and it's someone trying to deduce what actually happened. Uh. So if that's completely wrong, we know who to blame. Yeah, but I believe, yep. uh, <laughs> I believe yeah. that's what it was. Well, that's like I'm all for story driven podcasts. I think I find this pretty interesting. Hmm. Um, I know we've already passed it, but I was just thinking when you're talking about comics, animation, streaming, um, on YouTube, I, I saw the, the Justice League cartoon. They've done a bunch of, because I think it's like 10 minutes on the Cartoon Network, the episodes, but they've done a bunch of like these two minute and 30 second videos for YouTube that just, like, I've noticed with YouTube, they now have where they're just, like, you can click on a channel and it's just streaming the video nonstop. Mm -hmm. And there was one that was just Justice League cartoons, and it was all these little two-point, I'd say two-minute, 30-second videos. And for that short period of time, they're really good. Like, they mm -hmm. cram in a bunch of, a nice little nugget of super heroics, and, I mean, it's, it, I was kind of surprised by it. How short is our attention span? That's, That's what I was, like, yeah. thinking about. I was like, 
because I find myself not reading or just bypassing stuff because I don't have the time to look at it. And you can see how our attention span is getting smaller and smaller to keep people interested in something. You can only spend so much time on the toilet. That's right. <laughs> Especially when people come barging in on you <laughs> when you're trying to release the Kraken. It'll, ru- it'll ruin your Christmas. I got news for you. <laughs> I did see the look on Seth's face was like not what I wanted to see. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Luckily, you had, you had your phone in right just the right place. <laughs> like, thank God. Uh, moving on. So uh, let's just do some Riverdale and get the hell out of here. <laughs> Riverdale, yes, baby. Oh, I forgot we had all that to cover. Oh my God. Last uh, mid-season finale. So well, we went it? super in depth these last three episodes. And we covered everything, just ready for this last yeah, just big building finale. up for this. Yeah. Was this well, a letdown for anyone? Yes. <laughs> for Cliff, you never know with Cliff. He may be like greatest, greatest episode ever. Or yes, this was a letdown. I don't know. It was all right. <sighs> I just, I mean, it's a letdown if you really think that this is the Black Hood. I don't know that it is or isn't. It seems no, I don't well, think it is. Yeah, I think there's more to come here. I hope so. All I know is all time watching Star Wars is I was like, Mark Hamill has green eyes, and all I know is he may be the Black Hood. Ooh. Well, if this guy turns out to be the Black Hood, there better be scenes of him through season one and season two in the background somewhere. Well, they kind of try to explain some things, how he he would have seen this or that. Anyway, we start off at Pops and Jughead is talking about the olden days. The Lord of Misrule presided over the winter holidays and called back the Feast of Fools. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What's going on? Uh... Senior Archie selling Christmas trees out front. Pops is broke like a... Yeah, exactly. You can say joke on this podcast. Now, okay. What? Lay that again. I have a question. If you're broke and you're really in debt, how how do you get all these Christmas trees to sell? <laughs> you steal them. What's a tree? Trees grow on the ground yeah. for free. <laughs> you think it grows on trees? I remember, I remember my dad when I was a kid, like, just taking us along the road somewhere and chopping down a tree and... Mm-hmm. We found out Molly Ringwald is on a singles cruise in the Bahamas. Okay. A bunch of other redheads. But a couple episodes ago, Cheryl was sunbathing. <laughs> <laughs> she was reading a book. And now they're wearing uh, coats and it's Christmas. <laughs> it's I like another it. it's day so in Ohio, though. So Riverdale. <laughs> That's true. I didn't wear a coat today. <laughs> a week ago, I was freezing. Yeah. Uh, Fred offers Jughead a Christmas look. Charlie Brown Christmas tree because they just got a little trailer, him and FP. Uh, and Kevin's having a secret Santa thing. And they kind of make fun of that. <laughs> um, Polly wakes up Betty. 
and we realize she's having a freaky dream that freaked me out when <laughs> the Deadpool looking black hood Santa Claus came crawling over the couch. Did look I, I was like, <laughs> whoa, that was weird. And Cheryl was looking for Jason's stocking because she's not ready to let go of Jason and, you know. This is a hard candy Christmas, baby. <laughs> exactly. That's I, I really about. would like a tally of what survived the fire and what didn't. She's right on top of things. That's exactly where I'm at. It's, uh, Archie's like, Dad, is that a letter from the Black Hood? And he's like, worse, son. <laughs> to Bill. Bill. <laughs> In the hospital. How much to spread out of the hospital? $86,000. That's like, if we get that trivia question this week, Jordan, we're gonna know it. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, Are we doing Riverdale trivia? That could be <laughs> that a game changer. Awesome. That would be awesome. Um, Kevin's Secret Santa has a strict $20 limit. Um, she's given out, uh, Veronica's given, got some presents for her family. She's got, Hermes scarf for her mom, a leather passport for her dad, now that he can travel, and a bobble for Archie. They're talking, you know, her and Betty are talking about the breakups everybody's having. Um, Juggy and FP are talking about Penny, arguing about whose trouble this is. Oh, it's going to be trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I've been waiting for somebody to say something smart to me so I could send you this picture of Skeet going, boy! And pointing. <laughs> I'm saving it. So watch your time. No one plays a better drunk than Skeet. That's right. Tall boy's got something in the bags. We don't know what yet. Then they have the, the gift exchange. Couples massage. V got a couples massage from Josie. Uh, she says Turn you can take back like a sailor. No. Yeah, she says you could take, yeah, you can take your mom and, Reggie says, I could take your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's true, Reggie. Uh, I like what you're thinking there. Um, Cheryl's over it. She, we get this torture over with. Uh, Betty gets, uh, something from March. Get the Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> I had this book. <laughs> this little record book or whatever. Uh, I like they're always like, yeah, we used to listen to this last, or a few years ago. It's like, this is from the 70s. <laughs> what are you people talking about? It's so crazy. Um, Moose and the Clumpster come strolling in. Oh, boy. I just thought that was neat. They were really excited. Yeah, I was like, that. the Clumpster. Um, all Archie can think about is the Black Hood and all the pain he's caused. And Betty's having anxiety nightmares about Deadpool. And, you know, then they see a new janitor. What I'm dispensing. You so know, because everyone loves their high school janitor. You better. <laughs> exactly. We covered this. So they go talk to the receptionist. She had taken chicken soup. To Mr. Svensson. He doesn't get out much in the holidays. So they're going to go check it out. And Betty and Chuck had exchange gifts, but don't open them. You know. Archie gets a watch from Veronica. She's mad about Archiekins. She still cares about him. Still nothing much happening in this episode. 
Then they have uh, Serpent. This is where I feel like they dropped the ball. I don't. We we need to brainstorm here, guys. The Serpent tradition is they give back the South Side toys for tots and Meals on Wheels. Why do they call them what they're supposed to be called? They never call anything. That's what it's true. To be Maybe called. they're not trademarked. But that's. I don't think that's why they've not been. They've, yeah. It's just been a funny thing to make up new yeah. names. So what do we call? It? What's Toys for Tots? What's a better name or better name for Meals on Wheels? Schwanz. <laughs> I just that really. I thought that. Oh what a, man. Or did they may, they probably didn't want to take Food away from bikes. that charity, giving people an idea to donate to that charity. I just thought it was bikes for tikes. Yeah, bikes for tikes. That'd have been something. <laughs> Steak, so, steaks on. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> steaks from snakes. Yeah, I knew I had it. it. <laughs> it's in there. There's your hashtag. It's the, oh wow, I knew it. That's so great. Um, <laughs> type that out. Um, so Jughead wants to get in on whatever FP's doing, delivering stuff, and he's like, nope, taking Sweet Pea. Why is it okay to take another kid? Because <laughs> that kid doesn't matter. Yeah. Jughead. Uh, Cheryl comes to buy a tree from Teen Paul Bunyan. She calls uh, Archie. Uh, he's he, going on break, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I love you remember that little detail. He has Vic help her with some nice spruces. Yeah. I need to help my dad. I'm going on break. Yeah. Here, Vic, Vic has you. She seemed okay with that. Yeah, I don't even know why happy. that happened. I don't even know. I do not know didn't what make that, any sense. why that happened. Um, so, Betty and Archie go. There's chicken soup still on the porch. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. They knock on the door and Jughead answers, but... Uh, we switch scenes. Jughead's answering the door for the parole officer, Jack Walsh, coming to check on FP. Uh, now here they go back to the cool names. Like Hiram, uh, was that a spiff in these bag I saw? <laughs> I hope I got a glamour J egg. Mm. <laughs> I hope he did too. Yeah. So... Veronica's like, yeah, well, some people have a lot of hospital bills. We're acting like Russian oligarchs. <laughs> Which seemed very specific. <laughs> they call her a communist. And <laughs> I don't know. Fred's selling Christmas trees for extra money. He's a great father. Then we see Cheryl's decorating the Christmas tree, playing some Christmas music. What have you done? Um, that reminds me, Jared, Jared, my middle son, he's at home on Christmas break and Christy has showed him the delightfulness of Riverdale by him binge watching the first two seasons. One of us. Yes. One yes. Of us. Right. We have solely like encompassed like the whole family. Uh, my <laughs> other son, Jordan watches it and your brother, Andy, like binge watched it too. Now if you just but get him to listen to the podcast along with great. it. Great. But anyway, his question was, was, 
how did Cheryl's mom heal so fast from the fire? Like, one minute she's, like, wrapped up, and the next minute she seems to be fine. Well, there were several episodes where she had, like, like that was lace turtlenecks and stuff on, like, that's covering a, up. That was a couple weeks ago that's in the summer. <laughs> I think birds don't just go away uh, by seasons. <laughs> it's magic. Cheryl's doing spells on her. She's decorating. Look how happy Nana Rose is. Oh, my God. Her, mom, her oh, mom's Nana like, Rose. you spoiled, wretched brat. Uh, where's Nana Rose been? Yeah, I need yeah. more Nana Rose in my life. I thought really she did. died in the fire. She got the, well, she got that dead eye. Uh, <laughs> not one streak of hair. Yeah, Cheryl uh, tells her mom maybe she could go work with Mister Lodge. Use her skills as a terrible mother. <laughs> and, and Nana Rose, good old Nana Rose, you love. <laughs> Don't so, we all have a Nana Rose in the family? As soon as Cheryl leaves the <laughs> room, she tells the mom, "Hey, you should have drowned them at birth." <laughs> <laughs> like, like a basket of kittens. Like a basket of kittens. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> a bit much. Meanwhile, crazy Alice Cooper is baking cookies. <laughs> there was a gift for Betty on the oh. steps, and she put it in her room. From a secret Santa? What'd she get? The same thing I gave you guys for Christmas. The finger! Oh. Belongs to Joseph Conway. Mr. Svensson, you have one final trespass to unearth, boys and girls. Find the truth, reveal it to the town, and you will perhaps save his life. He kidnapped Mr. Svensson, and now he's mutilating him. So, he calls, he says, you know, it's Joseph Conway, he's lost a lot of blood. There's nothing compared to the blood on the hands of this town. Very... Serious. Exhume the past, Jordan. Find where the primal sin was committed, and you'll find the center Conway. Maybe a lie. Nana Rose knows. Yeah, don't tell Sheriff Keller. <laughs> what could Mr. Svensson possibly be capable of? His whole family was murdered by a preacher, she says. People adopted him, maybe they know something. But guess where... He was. The same place Polly was that her and Jughead went to last season. Where else would you send troubled youths? So they start playing Here Comes Santa Claus as Veronica's breaking into her dad's office that he specifically said, do not go nose around looking for gifts. They're playing the lyrics, and one of the famous lyrics from that song is, hear those sleigh bells jingle jangle. Huh. <laughs> She goes through and finds out that they bought Pops even after they said they didn't. Mm. FP comes home. Somehow the parole officer did not check in the bags. You know, like parole officers do. They open up. It's gift boxes. And Jug says, with drugs in them? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, stupid. They're, They're presents for you and your mom and Jelly Bean. Have we ever even seen Jelly Bean? Nope. She was in a picture one time. Oh, okay. But I heard something about maybe you, one of you guys posted it, or I did. Or, <laughs> <laughs> I saw what I meant. I, guess what you I read it somewhere. Did you guys see the thing about <laughs> Nev Cat and Campbell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was made that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Skeet wants to bring her in. As, yeah, from uh, Scream, he wants to bring old Nev in. With I totally see mother. that happening now. Skeet, Skeet. She was the one. Uh, house card says so she might be on this That's next true. season. So it's the only thing I've seen her on lately. 
Dad, this isn't going to work. Today it's gifts. Tomorrow it's drugs or weapons. God knows what. I don't know what he's... <laughs> I don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> it's whatever Penny wants. Her favors get bigger and bigger. So, it's stupid. Um... <laughs> Well, he thought he was. He thought they'd take a nice drive up to Toledo. Toledo. <laughs> How far is that from Riverdale? Uh, who knows? <laughs> Toledo's not that far from us. Man, you got to go through the time. Uh, I also want to point out. Yeah. The AV Club just did their best TV scenes of 2017, mm-hmm. and it was going through a lot of the shows we talk about. It was the therapy scene from the Pickle Rick episode. Yeah. Uh, it was the courtroom scene from Better Call Saul, like, a lot of great TV, and it, and it had one uh, from Riverdale. It was Jughead's birthday party. When all this stuff comes to a head and Jughead has to reveal all this stuff, and in the write-up, it was, it said, it, this was the scene was the first time we saw him without his hat on. He takes his hat off to open up emotionally to Betty. Wow. And show his vulnerability, which is what I said about his dad <laughs> last episode, and yeah. you scoffed at me. Yeah. That the hat was not a metaphor for anything and I still scoff, think it is. Scoff. Meanwhile, Veronica's got her shoes off and she's spending some American exp- excess card on the $86,000 bill. And I'm not I don't have a fetish or anything that I'm pointing out that she's got her shoes off all kicked up back on the bed there. Mm-hmm. Gives the number. So I bought a bunch of stuff for Christmas. She said the number. Um, Chuck gives a big speech to the serpents about how FP's being controlled by Penny and he rounds them all up and they're... Just the teenagers. Yeah, just the... Well, yeah. Yeah, 95% of the serpents. And he gets them all together and says, we're going to take her out. Got to take out Penny. So Sweet Pea gets on board. He said, I promise you, Sweet Pea. No more drug running for you. So what's the first law? What's the first law, Michael? Being a serpent. We don't talk about it. No. Serpents <laughs> take care of their own. <laughs> no serpent stands alone. Damn it. Uh, That's a sixth law you're talking about. And well, I'm, we haven't sewed our new patches on yeah. those jackets. We got That's new true. patches. Cliff got all Southside Serpent patches. And you th- guys think we're kidding. So when <laughs> you see this podcast gang walking the streets... <laughs> You're going to yeah. know. That's right. In slow motion. If you yell, that's the Kapow podcast, we're going to say, you owe us $5 for <laughs> saying right. podcast. Um, we're going we're gonna to play thunder as we walk in the street. <laughs> <laughs> Unbutton your shirt if you'd not do something. Uh, so they go to the Sister Mercy place or whatever and talk to Sister Woodhouse. Talk about when Polly was in this dungeon and... I've got corporal punishment. She'll expose them. Again. The fact that these kids can just talk to adults and the adults go, Oh! Whatever you say! Well, no. The woman was being okay and then that creepy nun was yeah. around the corner and she was like, I'm going to shut up right now. <laughs> yeah. I know what happened. In this but then place. as soon as Betty pulled out, like, I mean, come on now. Vincent Sin was sentencing the wrong man to death. So, who carried out the execution? It's a group of men and one woman. Can't remember what they look like. Don't just, know her name. Just a woman. She had a white hair with a cherry red stripe. Uh-oh. And one dead eye. 
So <laughs> Penny comes home and she thinks she looked like Miss Grundy. Yeah. Yeah. Penny comes home and she thinks she's going to be talking to to FP and she says uh, says hey you're early old hoss but it's it's Jughead and he says ho merry ho. <laughs> <laughs> This took a turn I was not expecting. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. She says nice crowbar. Peggy got dark. Uh, yeah, they start going back. She's, uh, they try to scour, scare her and then, you know, they've got the serpent masks on and... I am confused by this. was like... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Why the serpent mask? Like, she doesn't know who every one of them are. Yeah, I love and The it. fact that Juggy... Same thing going back to the stupid um, red circle. <laughs> it's the same yeah, thing. I mean, I feel like this is what I want. More questions, less answers. <laughs> this, like, for some reason, this, like, reminds me of this PBS show called Ghost Rider or something. <gasps> I was... We are kindred spirits, my friend. I was never going to bring that up because I thought it was way too obscure a reference. Thabto? Yep. Ching, ching. Thabto. Hashtag Thabto. Look it up, son. Just had a Wonder Twin powers yeah. activate moment. Shape of a woolly mammoth. I thought I was the only person in the universe who would get that Form reference. Form of so a I Sasquatch. Just, I kept no, no, it to no, myself. No. One of them's got to be a, some sort of water. Oh, a bucket of water. <laughs> Dollar General. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Shape yeah. of a holy schlong delivery form of a jug from Dollar General. And I'm an elderly dog. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. Veronica confronts her parents about buying pops, lying to her face, and suddenly we can afford an entire diner as if that is some luxury that... I, I was afford. really digging Big Daddy's pea coat when he was like, try, like he was trying to look <laughs> like Big <it>. Daddy's pea coat. <laughs> he was trying to be all gangsta, and oh. it's like I, it just kills me when he tries to be like this. You were like, I want that coat. I know uh, it <laughs> wasn't. <laughs> so they take Penny to Greendale, her new home. I don't even care where she goes, but just not Riverdale. Definitely not Southside. If you want to deal drugs and extort people, get out of town. She says, you stupid cocky kid. Can't hurt one of your own. She shows her tattoo. So that he whips out a switchblade and oh, goes after her. I was like, what is happening? That's some serious stuff, Jeff. That that's a line... That's a new I, line he's Yeah, crossed. I did not think we Now, do you think he just crossed it out, or do you think he just carved that skin right Any off of there? Any of that is too much <laughs> for Jack. Well, if he would have burned it off, it would have been healed in like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, or at least by next fall. Right. Archie and Betty go to Thistle House, <laughs> and they want to see Nana Rose. And uh, Cheryl's like, oh, she'll be pleased to have visitors. Come right in. And... uh they start questioning her about all the, well, they give her a Christmas inquest, is yeah. what uh, Cheryl says. They want to find out about all the story about Svenson. She's like, well, I didn't go. No girls were allowed. They told me to stay home while they took care of the bad man. They didn't hang him. They buried him alive. And there was a picture. So, of course, you know, under the devil's hand and Betty starts remembering some picture. And Cheryl says, reindeer games are over. Get the hell out of here. 
So what is going on up there? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Grandpa Lewis died and there's pictures at my house. So they go home to look at the pictures. And they kissed. That was a big moment. Archie and Betty kissed. I just like how they just like their eyes met. It was just, it was on. Yeah. The we fire it was lit. And Archie goes, Betty. And I thought he was going to tell her he loved her. <laughs> 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 like he's, I'm going to try this with somebody else. So we get back to the lodges and we, and we don't find out, but Veronica. That was bull crap. Yeah. Veronica has found out the truth. We don't know what it is. But apparently it must not be super illegal because she doesn't want to do anything illegal. But she's okay with whatever this truth is. And two words. Plausible deniability. Well, we're still paying the bills. Because we're going to need Fred. So then they're having a celebratory dinner at FP's. Because he said, uh, Penny didn't show up to your meeting, did she, FP? And he FP flips out when he finds out what Juggy's been doing. It's like, well, the sixth law, which was what? You thought it was the first. Serpents take care of their yeah, own. It's all a union here. You can relegate me to stakes for snakes if you want to, FP. <laughs> but I'm proud of who I am. So Betty finds the picture under Pickens' tree, which looks like the devil's hand. So they hightail it to the park. And they're going to... And guess what? They're, they call the sheriff first. So the cops are on the way. They find Smartest a, thing these kids have yeah, ever done. Exactly. I figured they wouldn't because they still kind of think sheriff's in on it. Find a fresh grave with a sign that says, here lies Mr. Spencer or something like that. Oh, Joseph Conway it says. So I thought it said, here lies Moppy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they start digging and there's an empty coffin. There should have been comes, a mop in there. Here comes the block. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. There's a mop. So, here comes the black hood. Shows up. Tells Archie to get in the coffin. Betty's supposed to cover it up. And she whips around when she hears the siren and hits him with the shovel. That was maybe my favorite moment of the season. Yeah. Because there's that split second where he turns his head. I'm like... Like every dumb person in a horror movie, like, you have a shovel, Betty, you have a sharp object yeah. in your hand. And by the time my thought, the, before the synapse fired, wang, <laughs> Betty jumped right on. I was like, go get him, girl. That's right. Archie chases him down with a gun, and he's going to shoot him. Somebody shot him. Was it him or the sheriff that shot him? Sheriff Keller. Sheriff shot him. He comes up. They flash back to the... Svensson saying the town. So yeah, for of- all Archie's tough talk, he couldn't pull the trigger. Mm-mm. All that oh, posturing and tough guys. He stuff. would lose his innocence. He's, he's not as hard as Sheriff Well, he's Keller. been emasculated by <laughs> Veronica. <laughs> we see that it's, they pull the hood off at Svensson. He doesn't have a finger. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know. We, we know where it is. Yeah. Betty's you guys got bedroom. For, you guys got it for Christmas. You're sharing it. <laughs> Uh, Archie's like, but I didn't see it in his eyes. I didn't think it was him. So this is where we're left with this doubt of what's going on because he didn't think it was him. Can't we're supposed it. to assume Archie's more credible than all this evidence, which I don't know I can make yeah. that leap because Archie's been kind of wrong about everything he's done yeah. so far. But can't believe he cut off his own finger of accusation. <laughs> 
Mr. Svensson accused an innocent man of murdering his family and got the man killed. So maybe they're trying to figure out why he would have done what he did. Well, in some backwards way, Betty said, he thought he was targeting sinners. That would balance the fact that he targeted an innocent person. It would balance the scales. And he was always lurking around the hallways, even though we never saw him until a few episodes ago. <laughs> he could have seen me and Miss Grundy. He could have seen Moose and the Clumpster by yeah. Jingle Jangle. We need that Riverdale special edition where we yeah. digitally insert yeah. <laughs> into the background in some of the season That's one. Right. He could have saw Betty check out that book so many times <laughs> as a kid. That's true, yeah. There would be Banthas and all kinds of stuff in the background. <laughs> Dewbacks. Uh, Cheryl comes down to open presents. Santa? And what the hell? I don't know what's going on. Uh, Mrs. Blossom Mrs. is with some, new, with some new guy. Is that somebody we know? No. Okay. I hope he's some drunk. Some guy. It's a hard candy Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Very hard. And, uh, Jughead gets a, a vintage Underwood typewriter. All I'm doing is just quoting Cheryl at this point. <laughs> That's all we need to do. Um, FP suggests maybe uh, Jughead go say thanks in person, but he's not going to. And then I took a picture. I don't remember. Okay, Betty opens up. It says, a signed first edition for my beloved. Thanks for introducing me to your favorite writer. She gets a book from Jughead. Beloved. I don't know that book. You know that book? Tony Morrison. Oh, okay. Um, Archie gives Veronica a locket with their pictures in it. Yeah, where did we leave off with them? They were not together, right? Yeah. But, no, but, but they had already gotten But they'd presents, exchanged baubles. So mm-hmm. That's what happened. And that then, was like everyone's broken up, but they had already gotten presents. Right. And, so she um, hangs some mistletoe on Archie's, Archie Kent's porch. Has him come out, tells him she loves him, she needs some goodness in her life. So, but and somebody's taking a picture of snap, them. Snap. And it wasn't just me screenshotting, so. <laughs> <laughs> Betty digs something out from under her bed. Another mystery was wrapped up, Jughead says, in the overdub. And a neat tidy bow. We're like, what's going on with Betty? She pulls some papers out, starts, what were these papers? There were the letters and stuff that Yeah, it was like all her her black hood mementos. So like the cipher he sent her and all that. She's she's she had stared into the blackest of voids, the place where Joseph Conway's soul had once perhaps existed, and in that void she'd seen a dark reflection, a truth that could not be burned away. She threw that hood in the fire and she pulls it back out. A truth that whispered to her. What's going on, Jer? I mean, uh, this, Jordan. This, this isn't over. Look at that screenshot. Ooh, that's. Yeah, I've been waiting to use that too. Somebody yeah. say something to me. I got a couple screenshots to send you. Uh, that, that ending, there, I don't know what, what preceded any of that to, to build up to that. Okay, wait, when has it like, ever on yeah, Riverdale true, ever true. needed anything? But I mean, you got Black Betty back. Pam Belaine. <laughs> 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 um, but that's the uh, mythology of the Black Hood character was like the Black Hood would go to someone else and then they would carry it on and become the Black Hood. So. Oh, well, she seems to want to be the Black Hood now. 
So who knows where we're going from here? Onward and upward. So again, Seth was right. (laughs) Of like not to dig too deep into the mystery. Because we could not have solved no. that it was Joseph Conway eight episodes ago. <laughs> right. We so, never heard of these yeah. people. <laughs> don't, uh, don't put too much effort into this show. Just enjoy it. Let it wash over you. <laughs> I can't wait to see who they write in next. Yeah. Not, I can't wait to see how Dilton washes out in this. <laughs> yeah, he's in there somewhere, I swear it. That's it, guys. <sighs> Oh, it's time to get ready for that big holiday. So, um, New Year's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By New the Year's. time this comes out, it will be New Year's. Or maybe President's uh, Day. Yeah. Cliff. <laughs> what? Where can they find us? Hmm. or at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter. Rate us. Five stars, leave a review on iTunes, Facebook. Listen to us talk about Star Wars. If you saw it, listen to our Star Wars podcast. And again, like, if you've been seeing some of your friends really bash on Star Wars or really love on Star Wars, like, share, you know, if, if you have an opposite opinion or, you know, share it around. Say, hey, these guys have a pretty good view on things. They're smart guys. They're worth listening to. They own the copyright to podcast. Right, they are right. big deals. <laughs> yeah. So share it, cause I want, you know, I'd like to have a discussion with these, like if you hated this Star Wars so much, cause if you didn't listen to our episode, we loved it. So. Or at least three of us. And we are Star Wars fans, especially. And we are sticking up for Cliff it. and I, you know, you know, we, this is our childhood. You know, we're, we're generation one. Right. It's, you know, Maybe I, I like Unicron? to say, yeah, I like to say it's not precious. Like I'm, I'm willing to let people do things with it, but I still, it's important to me. These are, oh, you yeah. know, it's my favorite franchise. You know, so you know, we were very happy with it. So yeah, if you feel like the negative voices are kind of outweighing the positive, we were definitely a positive voice. And and listen and see. I mean, especially if you don't, you didn't like it. Listen and see. If maybe we can talk you into it. Yeah, definitely. Or tell us how wrong. Yeah, how you'll never talk us out of it, but please try. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Which hashtag, hashtag should we use? Oh man, we had a good, couple good ones. Hashtag Hard Candy Christmas. I've got no. Uh, there was better ones. Other people's pencils. <laughs> uh, not what I wanted to see. <laughs> referring to Michael on the toilet. <laughs> uh, hashtag Dog Bite. Hard Candy Christmas. <laughs> Steaks for snakes. That's it, man. Or Big Daddy. Big Daddy's Pico. Big Daddy <laughs> That's the funniest one, but we gotta do, uh, we gotta do Steaks for Snakes. That's, that's thematic. Okay, check us out. Listen to Riverdale. We'll, we'll got all kinds of things coming up in the new year. And count down all the movies that I saw this year. <laughs> it's coming up in January. And then we're going to also talk about all the movies coming out next year. I'm sure we will. We're going to get the mayor back in here. and It doesn't feel like it was that long ago that we were doing that podcast. I know. I mean, this year went very quickly. And, yeah. you know. We want to thank yeah. the people that have continued to listen to us or tried us out this year. We appreciate it. And we want you to be a part of it, so feel free to comment, and we'll 
We'll bring you up. We'll talk yeah. about your opinions. And too. click that patron button so we can all get a Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Next year. That's right. We'll tell you about it too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Mr. Jaja Binks love you too. As always. You're playing with a fidget spinner, quoting Jar Jar Banks. What has happened to us? I am the soon-to-be-rejuvenated in the new year, the illustrious Michael K. Easton. For the final time in 2017, I am Jordan Liu. And I'm just rebel scum. (laughs) I'm Seth. Bye forever. Five, four, three, two, one. Hi. He's getting theatrical. Yeah. I knew it. As soon as you told me, he's overthinking it. As soon as he realized that the five, four, three, two, one was going to be on the show, he, now he's singing it and stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Joe, man. Part of the show, too. Five, four. No, it's still being. <laughs> I can't do it. I was just thinking. <laughs> Shut up. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.